for this phony investigation in 2016 is at this very moment seeking to put Donald Trump in prison for over 400 years over a document issue. And last I checked, President Biden has a bit of a document issue himself before he was even the sitting president of this country. And there's going to be our intro. Welcome to The Looking Glass. So yes, the title is exactly how I feel right now. I watched this Durham report, and let me tell you, I watched it so you guys didn't have to. But all these people, all these patriots, all these MAGA Republicans, all these Democrats, every all they were foaming at the mouth. It, I would, you know, I'm not a Republican or Democrat. I investigate all of the corruption and all of the weird rabbit holes that's going on, regardless of the many subjects that I cover. But for some reason, this one, I wanted to watch it all. And let me tell you, it's crap. It's there's going to be a lot of upset people. I'm seeing over there on Telegram on some of them that over there, and they're all pumping up. Yeah, bring the pain, bring the pain. It was the furthest thing from pain that I saw. And quite honestly, Durham, you up, you you let down a lot of people with this report. And I'll tell you that straight to your face because let me tell you. There's a lot of people, and this is towards the end of it, because you, you can go back. You can see it all over YouTube, a couple of them, if they don't shadow those channels before putting it out. But maybe they won't shadow this one but since I'm going against it. And I'm going, like, I think Durham was a big phony for the past four years, $6.5 million. I'm not talking about the $6.5 million that are billion, however many the Pentagon just all of a sudden found. But let me tell you, Durham, you, you, you piece of shit. You were given the, the full opportunity to, to to open up the door and investigate. And I'm going to give you four questions at the end on what did you not do during this. But let's listen because there's some there's there's three to, well two of you. Listen, I want you to listen to the rest of this dude so that no one could claim oh this is racist. There's white supremacists out there. You know this is you MAGA Trump racist. No, this dude was upset with all of that shit too. So let, let's take a listen to it again. Another example of this two-tier justice system. My colleagues on the left talk about democracy. Well, here's what I know about democracy. In 2016, Donald Trump was elected by the American people to be their commander-in-chief. But he wasn't allowed to serve in that capacity because he and his administration spent four years responding to Democrat-invented scandal after Democrat-invented scandal. And here we are, seven years later, still talking about President Trump and this Democrat-invented scandal. And this does not look like a democracy to me. As a West Point graduate and combat veteran, I've fought abroad against authoritarian countries. I know what they look like, and I know what, the, what those countries do and how they treat their people, and I also know what democracy looks like. And my fear is that this looks like the death of democracy, and it's up to us in this room to do something about it. Sir, I cannot thank you very much for your Amen, time. Amen, brother. All right, now this next guy that he's getting ready to talk, let me just skip. Oh, there's good old Durham. You know, everybody get you know, you know got the goatee thing going. Bring well, bring the pain. Well, you didn't bring shit, Durham. Let me tell you that this dude here uh, asked some major questions, and he it got me to the questions that I have to ask. So let's go right into this. So the American public that has been um, told this hoax for years, it was just that a hoax. Is that correct? Our investigation showed that there were a lot of failures in the FBI and how they did this investigation that did not disclose or reveal information uh, or evidence concerning any conspiracy or collusion between Mr. Trump 
and Russian authorities. Um, by the way, I hope you'll give me a full five minutes, um, Mr. Chairman. Um, are you familiar um, with the January 5th, 2017 meeting that ha was held in the White House? Uh, President Obama was there. Vice President Biden was there. Susan Rice was there and others. Are you familiar with that meeting? I know that that meeting occurred. This is important because a lot of us that have been following this over the years and seeing on the other side everything that was coming out ahead of this report and the things that were all speculation and alleged, it, it makes sense now. And it's very important the questions that this guy asked. Um, do you know that uh, FBI Director James Comey was there? That's my understanding. Um, did you get access or try to get access to uh, Director Comey's notes? And Durham gets very uncomfortable reading the body language throughout, including in his intro when he came in, when he, his opening statement. He was nervous. I get it. You're in front of Congress. I get you why you're, you're, you're nervous. But he was very, very uh, fidgety during this one. He didn't like the questions. I think he, it, it makes sense. Um, we reviewed, yeah, in connection with our inquiry, we looked at um, phone records, notes, those sorts of things. I don't, I don't recall seeing any notes. of Itching of the ear, a little bit nervous. People's body language, when they get nervous or getting ready to, something's uncomfortable. The ears and nose. Phone records, notes, those sorts of things. I don't, I don't recall seeing any notes of uh, Mr. Comey's from, from that meeting. They could exist, but I don't recall having seen them. So as special counsel, you were authorized to investigate whether any federal official, employer, or any other person violated the law in connection with individuals associated with campaigns and individuals with the administration, including Crossfire Hurricane. Did you think this wasn't relevant to go after these notes? I mean, January 5th, 2017, we're in the process of the transition. Um, weren't you um, um, inquisitive about that? Yeah, as I, as I say, I don't know. We had um, sought from the FBI uh, all such records. What I can't tell you is that uh, there were any records. That, that's what I'm saying. Could you repeat that last answer? He, sure. he, he does that for a reason. Who, who this guy is that's questioning Durham right now, he knows something. He, I'm not sure if a lot of these guys have some pretty good uh, clearances for information. He knows something, and he's making him repeat that, repeat that question for a reason. Sure. When um, I think as we uh, set out in the report, the Bureau produced in excess of, uh, I think it was uh, 6,800,000 ,800 pages of records that were reviewed. Among the records that we sought from the FBI uh, were relevant um, notes, records, uh, uh, telephone records, and the like. What I can't tell you is whether, and Mr. Comey uh, being one of them, um, what I can't tell you, because I just don't know, is whether or not there were notes of Mr. Comey's from that, uh, from that meeting. Are you aware that in 2017, prior to the Department of Justice filing a motion to dismiss the case against General Flynn, they interviewed Mr. Priestap? Um, yes. During that interview, the Department of Justice found Mr. Priestap's notes, which suggested that the FBI was trying to entrap Mr. Flynn. Why didn't you, um, why didn't you interview Mr. Priestap? 
With Why do you think it wasn't relevant to subpoena Mr. Priestap to gather information on his involvement with Crossfire Hurricane, especially the Attorney General at the time said they were trying to lay a perjury trap for Mr. Flynn? This question's important. And there's a lot of, and later, the second video, the second part of this, I want to, there's some major questions on, he, it'll make sense later, because man, this whole thing, something fishy. So as I uh, relate specifically to uh, Mr. Priestap, and I, this reflected in the report, uh, Mr. Priestap did agree to talk to us with regard to the Alpha Bank matter. So we interviewed him um, uh, on that matter. He was not willing to talk uh, beyond that. Why? Why was he not willing to? Um, as previously indicated, um, we were disappointed with some of these decisions on the part of high-ranking members of the FBI not to cooperate as, as you are. But there are reasons you have to, when, if you're going to subpoena somebody to the grand jury, um, which is one of the more powerful tools that you have, you've got to look at a number of factors to determine whether or not it's appropriate, whether it makes sense, whether it be productive. And in, in this case, not speaking to um, Mr. Priestep's situation um, alone, but one of the decisions was, okay, does Priestep have information that would be relevant or is likely to be relevant to the matter, criminal matters, not the general inquiry into what happened in the investigation of the campaign, but the criminal matters the grand jury is looking at or not. He's getting awfully flushing. He's flushing there for a little bit. Mr. Durham, I only, ha I only have 30 seconds here. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, we're very disappointed also. I keep hearing this term disappointed all day long. Let's sum it up. Vice President Biden and President Obama knew about it. Hillary fabricated it. The FBI orchestrated it. And the media sold it to the public. And it's still out there. The question is, who watches the watchmen? The FBI has become a Praetorian guard here. That's going to be the second part of my the title on this. Who watches the watchmen? protecting the nation's capital, but not the people of the United States of America. It is going to be up to us as Republicans and solely us as Republicans, starting on this Judiciary Committee to get... I'm going to have to correct him on this. It's going to be up to us Americans to get the information out. We're the media now. We're not. We're, we're the investigators. We can't rely on whoever these Republicans, these Democrats, there's corruption on both sides. We need answers and... Uh, I'm not even going to play any of the the Democrat garbage shifty shift and all of that. That he's his ass is grass anyway. But the rest of the rest of and, and I respect it. whoever this dude is, Mr. Tiffany is his name. Man, he's asking some good questions and he's standing up for his side. But it's going to be up to us Americans to disclose this. It accountability to the FBI in the United States of America. Amen, brother. Uh, Mr. Durham. This seems to all started with one person, but I don't see his name in your report. And here we go. Report 89 times. Who did Mr. Papadopoulos meet with that, that gave him this supposed Russian information? When Mr. Papadopoulos was interviewed by the FBI, um, he had identified. He is nervous during this point. Look at his hands. He's shaking. He, this is where it, this, this report takes a whole new shift. This is the key to the whole thing and for some reason it was removed fied joseph mifsud um, as a person who provided him that information did you interview joseph misfid who is misfid that's one of my questions who is misfid 
We attempted to um, interview him. Uh, we pursued um, every lead that we had. We talked to a lawyer that he had in Europe, but we never were able to actually make contact is, with him so do, we could interview him. Do you think he's a, a, a Western source? Is he associated with Western intelligence? Um, it's hard to say who Mr. Mifsud is associated with. He it reminds me of uh, like the, the series that was on Netflix. I think it's still on Netflix. The Blacklist. Oh, I love that show. Uh, Remington, you're my boy. Man, it just brings back memories. But uh, it reminds me of a, a episode on episodes on there. Remington, he's the mysterious guy that disappears. No one knows who he is, and he's like, where the, where the fuck? If you know who I'm talking about, put it in the chat if you know, if you made it this far in the video. But uh, I'm telling you, who is Misfit? He was tied up with Link University, um, Mr. Scotty, who had... By the way, I'm not feeling suicidal, in case I'm... And, um, involvement in the Italian government and... They were acquainted. I, um, it's hard to say who Mifsud is. I'm, I'm going to yield the remainder of my time to Mr. Gates. Here we go. Hard to say who Mifsud is. He's the guy who started the whole thing. We've known it for years. Go ahead and play the video. Here we go. And just this, this, is, this is where it gets real good. Look at the body language of, of this dude, this director, whenever he gets questions by Jordan. You can, you can tell. This is where... The twist, the turn. This is why they kept saying there's a lot of disappointment and everything that, from this whole hearing because people had a lot of expectations. They had they were playing the lions roar and everything coming in when 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 Durham was walking into the courtroom. Everyone's like, "Oh shit, we're getting ready." Ah, man, there's a lot of disappointment. When the special counsel's office interviewed Mifsud, did he lie to you guys too? Can't get into that. Did oh. you interview Mifsud? Can't get into that. Is Mifsud Western intelligence Can't or Russian intelligence? Can't get into that. Can't get into that. I'm telling you, that's the key here. This is the person that we're looking for. Well, I'm reading from your report. Mifsud told Papadopoulos. Papadopoulos tells the diplomat. The diplomat tells the FBI. The FBI opens the investigation July 31st, 2016. And here we are three years later, July of 2019. The country's been put through this. And the central figure who launches it all lies to us. And you guys don't hunt him down and interview him again, and you don't charge him with a crime. Maybe a better course of action is to figure out how the false accusation started. Yeah. Maybe it's to go back and actually figure out why Joseph Nipson was lying to the FBI. And here's the good news. Here's the good news. That's exactly what Bill Barr is doing. And thank goodness for that. That's exactly what the Attorney General and John Durham are doing. Well, Mr. Durham, was that what you were doing? I'm sorry, is that what? See? This is where, I'll say it again, this is where the whole thing gets blown out of the water, all of it, and you realized that it failed. Was finding out who Mifsud was, what you were doing? That, that he failed, that Durham failed. We pursued um, that avenue, yes. Right, but was he, this whole thing was an op, Mr. Durham. This wasn't like a bumbling, fumbling FBI that like, couldn't get FISA straight. They ran an op. So who put Mifsud in play? You don't know, do you? I do not know that. I can't but give you the for answer. For years, you had years to find out the answer to what Mr. Jordan said was the seminal question, and you don't have it. And it just, it just begs the question whether or not you were really trying to find that out. Because it's one thing to, to criticize the FBI for their FISA violations, to write a report. They've been criticized in plenty of reports. Some have referred to your work as just a repackaging and regurgitation of what the Inspector General already told us. So if you weren't going to do 
what Mr. Jordan said you were going to do in that video and give us the basis for all of it. What's this all been about? Great question. What what is I mean a lot of I, it, Gates is one that many people just cringe, especially with his hairdo. But man, his questions were on. Que- I mean, I was like asking, what, who, what, 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 what are we doing here? What was this? We, I spent, I don't know, seven hours watching this whole thing, looking at key things, reading body language, trying to figure out who's what and you, the corruption on both sides. And this guy, the, the two, the the three, the black dude at the front, and then the other, this one, that one, before, we're all nailing it. And then it just. Well, I'm not exactly sure the import of your um, We're not exactly sure either. Question. If, you, if your question is, do we try to locate an interview, Mr. Mifsud, the answer is yes. Why didn't you subpoena him? We expended... Wait, why didn't you subpoena him to a grand jury? I'm sorry, why not? Why didn't you send him a grand jury subpoena? Mr. Mifsud? You'd have to find Mr. Mifsud before you could serve a grand jury subpoena on him. Well, you guys were out in Italy? Was it you and Bill Barr looking for authentic pasta over there or Mifsud? No, we, uh, we not. Um, we were looking for information that might help us locate Mifsud. But you know who I think could probably locate him? The features of, uh, of Western intelligence and possibly our own government that put him in play. Like, your report seems to be less a, an indictment of the FBI and more of an inoculation, lowercase i, of course. And like many inoculations, it may have worse consequences down the road. I, we'll have some time to discuss this matter further, but it's just, hard, it's just hard to like pretend as though this was a sincere effort when you don't get to the fundamental thing that started the whole deal. I yield back. I was away from my family for four years uh, since they're doing this investigation. Is, in my view, is a sincere effort. The fact that you can't find somebody overseas um, should not come as a big surprise. Could you find Azra's hurry? Re- reclaiming my time, is he alive or dead? Great question, and you'll you'll see another clue here too of of who this might be or who who he's working for. Let me put it to you that way. We don't know. And he makes a great point here because he just does. And I don't want to speak for anybody else on here. We're baffled, just utterly baffled, that more people have not been held accountable for their crimes, because these are crimes. What's gone on in this country, the division in this country today, I can trace back to one thing. It isn't Trump going down the the escalator. It is the Steele dossier paid for by Hillary Clinton through the cutouts, and that's caused the division in this country today. I yield back. And here we go back to Gates. Now, everything leads in going down the rabbit hole further and further, and the end of this rabbit hole is who is misfit, and the questions that the statements coming from Gates right now tells you a lot more. Yeah, I, I agree with Mr. Biggs. You've given us testimony today that you're disappointed that the FBI didn't cooperate more, right? That was your testimony. Said that. Yeah. So we're disappointed too, but the difference is when regular folks do things that are wrong and unlawful, there's typically greater effort to try to get those people before a grand jury to, to utilize criminal process where appropriate, not, not for other purposes. And it's just like, oh, well, Bill Priestep, the guy who might have set this whole op in motion, he just didn't want to talk to you about certain things, and you were real accommodating to that. And then Mifsud, the person who juices Papadopoulos to create this predicate that you find improper, you guys, you, I mean, did you ever know who his lawyer was, Mifsud's lawyer? Talked to his lawyer in Europe. Not a, I don't know if so he wait, you could find the guy's States. lawyer, but you couldn't find him. This sets it up. 
this sets up, and this is why there's so much disappointment on uh, the Democrats are loving this the, 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 because the Republicans, the, the main ones that are investigating a lot of this corruption are are at a loss because they were they were let get they were a lot of people were let down. America was let down. Durham, you failed. We uh, contacted uh, somebody that we knew had had, rep- had represented him in a, a part of the effort to try to locate him. And you got the lawyer. And then now you're, you're sitting here in front of the judiciary saying you could find the guy's lawyer, but you couldn't effectuate the service of a subpoena because you couldn't find him? Well, you, first you know of all, that sounds? as you may or may not know, we wouldn't have um, the authority to serve a subpoena overseas. Um, the lawyer didn't know where Mifsud was. He was in communication uh, with him, but he claimed not to know where he was. Claimed not. He was in communications with him, but claimed not to know where he was. But why, why couldn't you? Why couldn't you? And we are trying to arrange um, an opportunity to talk to Mifsud. Did you take a possession of two BlackBerry phones from Mifsud in any way? This is there important. Phones that were provided to us by oh, so you can find Mifsud's the phones lawyer. the guy. Correct. Do you see how silly this looks? Like you found the lawyer, you found the phones, but the actual dude who yeah. got ordered by Western Intelligence to go start this thing you couldn't find? It's, it's kind of laughable. It seems like more than disappointment. It seems like you weren't really trying to expose the true core of the corruption, that you were trying to, you were trying to go at it another way. Yeah. As we said in the um, report and as I said in my opening remarks, we pursued the facts as best we could. Well, how about the this tools fact? that we have? Okay, how about this fact, Mr. Durham? The entire Mueller team does a hard reset on their Apple phone in synchronization to wipe away evidence. Did you investigate that? I've read that. Well, why didn't did you investigate it? <laughs> you gave the order on the Mueller team to to wipe the phones. Yeah, that was not something that we were. Another great question, the right team. there. Well, why didn't did you investigate it? Who gave the order on the Mueller team? To, to wipe the phones. Yeah, that was not something that we were um, asked to look at. And we well, didn't no, that's that. not true, Mr. Durham. That is not true because I'm holding the document that authorizes your activity, and it specifically says the investigation of special counsel Robert Mueller. It's in par- Mr. Chairman, I seek unanimous consent to enter into the record the order that says that you're supposed to inter- investigate these things. And so, like, whether it's the Mueller team, Mifsud, how about Azra Turk? Azra Turk, oh. what's Azra Turk's real name? Do you know that? I'm not going to be disclosing the names of FBI personnel that are oh, otherwise unavailable. But, but an FBI, so the FBI sends somebody to go honeypot George Papadopoulos. Who gave the order to do that? Silence. God, the corruption is so deep. It's just like the movie Blacklist. It's beyond the scope of what's in the report. It's literally the scope of what your charging order is. Who put it in motion? We get after it was put in motion, the FBI did a bunch of wrong and corrupt things. Totally understand we're trying to deal with that. But when you are part of the cover-up, Mr. Durham, Mm. then it makes our job... Those were some heavy words right there. Did you... I'll replay it here. Harder. You are part of the cover-up, Mr. Durham, Mm. then it makes our job harder. Yeah, well, if that's your thought, I mean, there's no way of dissuading you from that. I can tell you that it's offensive and that the people who worked on this investigation have spent their lives trying to protect the people in this country and pursue within the law what it is that we, two, could, we are authorized Wait, to do. On. You tried two cases, lost both of them, and then the one plea, guilty plea you got, Kleinsmith, Kleinsmith is back to practicing law in Washington, D.C. today. 
That's beyond my control. Right, but, but the, the fact that you allowed that plea to occur, right, and, and then the punishment was insufficient, the fact that you didn't, you didn't charge Andrew McCabe, you didn't convict the Lion Democrats or the Lion Russians, you didn't investigate Mifsud or the Mueller probe, even though, as we sit here today in black letter, that was your charge. Have you ever heard of the Washington Generals? Oof. The Washington Generals, yes. Yeah, and, and they're the team that basically gets paid to show up and lose, right? Well, I, you know, I'm sure that the players who um, exert blood, sweat, and tears don't view it that way, but you might. I think they do. I think they do because the job of the Washington generals is to show up every night and to play the Harlem Globetrotters. And their job well, is thinking, to lose. I'm thinking, I'm sorry, of a different, I was thinking of a different Yeah, thing. yeah, so their job is to lose. And I'm kind of wondering, and, and it, just se it just seems so facially obvious that it's not what's in your report that's telling it's the omission. It's the lack of work you did. And for the people like the chairman who put trust in you, I think you let them down. I think you let the country down. And you are one of the barriers to the true accountability that we need. Do I get to respond to that or comment on that? Yeah. Well, I don't know if you've ever investigated a crime. Um, if you I don't know that you have. I didn't, you didn't investigate these, Mr. Durham. <laughs> what about Andy McCabe? Did you charge him? Did you gentlemen, investigate him? Gentlemen, gentlemen, time has expired. The witness can respond, and then we'll move on to our last uh, last. I don't know, sir, whether or not you've ever had occasion to... Uh, try to investigate crimes under the rules and regulations and under the Constitution that we're bound by. Um, we can gather evidence in particularly lawful ways. Uh, can't charge people because we might think it's something. Not just that we you can charge, charge you people. Didn't gentlemen, gentlemen, you didn't time. investigate the Mueller team wiping time. their phones, gentlemen's and you won't time. tell us who gave the orders because you're protecting those people. Then there it is. Man, that was... That was rough. That was a, there was, that's the major question. So th the main takeaways from this, if you made it this far, let me know in the comments that you say, Hey, I did make it to the end. Kagan, I'm sorry that normally I wouldn't put this together so roughly, but the main questions are, is who is misfit? What happened to the Blackberry phones? What, why was they, why would they all wiped? Who gave the authority, the order to wipe them all clean? Who gave the order? There's so many, the key thing is i'm telling you it's like a, an episode of blacklist who is misfit that's your key i go down rabbit holes i seek the truth i look for the corruption i expose the truth i expose the corruption and it's just getting crazy so make sure that you follow me over there at kagan's news because i go a lot more uncensored or a lot more if you're not if you're not on twitter and i know a lot of you's like i don't want you because i'm telling you you're missing out a lot it is, it is on fire over there. So much truth is, and crap is coming out, especially with uh, Peter uh, Hortz. I'm not going to say much more about that, but man, that dude just got exposed big time. Found out he was a big liar too, and a lot of people fell for it. A lot of people possibly allegedly died because of his, uh, his recommendations. So until next time, remember, truth is our weapon. And censorship is theirs. And Durham, you failed.